Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Relax. Do you know why you're here? Sir, no, sir! The promotion board report came out last week. This is the new lieutenant colonel list. Your name is not on it. You get two chances to advance, then we gotta show you the hatch. Basic man is cutting your discharge orders right now. General, you trying to tell me in all this man's military there's no room left for a trained weapon of destruction? The fighting is no longer done on the battlefields, Payne. Now all the blood is shed in the halls of Congress. Warriors like us are becoming dinosaurs. There gotta be somebody needs some killing. I'm sorry, Major. There's no one left. You've killed them all. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seagar, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. All right. Welcome to Eyes Forward March, starring your platoon daddy, Sergeant Bacon. And with me, as always, my lovely and talented partner in crime, <laughs> the one, the only, Sergeant Seagar. <laughs> I'm so happy to be lovely and talented, which is a complete lie. Right. You're really ugly and a piece of shit, but that <laughs> whoa, doesn't sell whoa. very well. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That doesn't sell well. So lovely and talented, maybe a lie. Hey, I am excited for tonight and I hope you are too, because something I want to do, I want to pimp a movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've I've wanted to do this for a while too. We've, we've been holding onto this for a long time and finally Tonight's night we get to um, screw this up. So, oh yeah, what are we doing? All right. So tonight we're gonna go and we're gonna we're gonna rewind back to back to our youth, our childhood, to the 1995, the blockbuster, the film of laughs, starring none other than Damon Wayans, Michael Ironside, and maybe one of my favorite people in the world, Bam Bam. Bigelow. Ooh. I mean, you get flames tattooed on your on your head. That is badass. Right. I don't care who you are. Right. Yeah. And, I I I, I would do it if I could. If you could. Yeah. I mean, I'd have done it before I joined, but I wasn't nearly as badass. And well, here we are. So, Major Payne, you're familiar with the movie? Uh, vaguely. I mean, I think I think I had to watch this recently. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know what's fucking uh, crazy about this movie? What's that? When it came out in 1995, and I don't know if I saw this movie in 1995 or maybe after it came out in 96, 97, I was like, eh, okay, I get it. But now, when I watch this movie in 2021, I'm like, holy crap. It's almost like they predicted so many things. There's so many things I was like, (laughs) relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so much. 
the the blood is being shed in the halls of Congress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what cracked me up right away from the beginning, and it wasn't funny then, but more so now, is that it's a wife in kids production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice that. Like, but at the, I, I don't know if they do it so much anymore. But I know there was a period of time in movies where it, they would just create these random production names just so that they could slap their name on it and get a couple bucks. I, I don't know, and, and I don't know so much now, like you said. But I remember there was like a Christopher Columbus production, <laughs> a new. A new continent film, a discovery, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the you're expecting this movie to be something awesome, and it's like I don't know, like some B film that, <laughs> you know, never made it really anywhere other than like the cult classic section. It, it, it I'll tell you, I'll tell you, looking or watching this movie today compared to the late '90s, the second half of the '90s. So much better now than it was then. <laughs> well, the the jokes are better and, you know, things are just, it, it's a lot more funny, right? Yeah, like, I'd agree. I'd, I would agree that the jokes then, or the jokes then might have been like, eh, you know, whatever. But the jokes that you hear today, when you go back and you watch that movie, the, the jokes that you are receiving are, even though they're old, they're just great. Mm-hmm. They're a relief. Exactly. Uh, you, you know, and in the beginning, when he's going through this, where's he at? He's like doing a Colombian drug cartel infiltration. <laughs> yeah. And he's got George Thorogood, and they're playing bad to the bone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, he walks the up to that guy that's bleeding through. to death. He's, yeah. Huh? I, I was saying that the, the, he just, the movie opens up. He just blows through the front line yeah. like it's nothing. It's like so freaking fake it's like oh you were it was it, there's some back to the future there because also you're back here the next scene you're like all the way up here yeah and then you get to the wounded body the wounded guy major i got a gunshot and he's like i take a mind off that pain <laughs> he breaks his finger, finger. See? now you ain't worried about that anymore <laughs> it worked i guess <laughs> yeah no that that was yeah that was well, and then, if you, have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm sure I okay. have. So when he's in that, after he like gets done killing everybody, and he's in that hotel room or whatever, and that rat is there fighting him for the food. Mm-hmm. So that whole scene is kind of a, almost a direct ripoff from Apocalypse Now. Okay. Like okay. when Charlie Sheen gets the mission to go, or yeah, Charlie Sheen, I think, gets the mission to go uh, in to do his thing in Vietnam. But he's in that room and he's sweating his ass off. And he's just looking at the ceiling fan. That's where that whole thing comes from. Nice. A lot of people miss that. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, that what's funny is, is that looking back, there are a lot of references that you find in the movie. Oh yeah. Which, which is, which is, I mean, I would never have caught them when the movie came out, but now looking back, I could. Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that you uh, the, the movie opened up because the movie started off. The first half of the movie was the best part of the movie. You think so? I think so. And, and the first the re- half or maybe like the first 15 minutes? No, the first half of the movie was pretty good because it, it, it took that 
that first half was all lead up and 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 uh putting the storylines and everything behind all the characters. The second half of the movie was okay, now we're starting to work as a team and da 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 da, da whatever, right? Like that's how we make our love thing happen. No, I but I loved the first half because it starts off the music's great. He's just kicking ass, taking names, breaks his battle buddy's finger, drops in, uh, <laughs> puts the gun right up the bad general's butt, and then uh, goes in to basically find out he's discharged. And then the scene after that where he's in his room, <laughs> like trying to cope with the fact that he is no longer in the military, and he hisses at the cat, and <laughs> he's just punching and kicking everything around just having a meltdown that's my favorite part i like when he goes to do the uh the, the, he's looking for a job right and he <laughs> goes to be this cop yeah. are you yeah. hitting her <laughs> he starts slapping Hi, nice to meet you no, howdy ma'am nice to meet you <laughs> How about i, slap I said you around? stop slapping that one <laughs> he's just beating the crap out of that guy which which I found not only hilarious because it's kind of that military humor. And I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Veteran TV or not. Uh, no. So Veteran TV and uh, not sponsored anything like that. Veteran TV is a new streaming service that has uh, come out. I actually know somebody who is uh, involved with that. But they it's a paid subscription service uh, and you can watch basically the first episode of everything they put out for free after that you have to pay for it but it is just horrible military humor it's old school humor <laughs> so if you're if you're new school military you might find a lot wrong with it but old school military humor this movie has even though it's a horrible rendition of military humor it has a lot of military humor right yeah for sure uh I love it when he like uses his agent orange acting up as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I think my uncle might have done that once. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right. Uh, my agent orange is acting up. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up and those guys are like wearing God knows what for uniform and he's like using the we have a failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it, over. I mean, here's the reality. And actually, I think I talked to I talked to somebody not too long ago. We might have actually talked about this. No, maybe it was just me. There's not a whole lot of military movies out there that are army. There's a shit ton of military movies out there that are Navy, Air Force, and Marines, especially Marines. And this is a Marine kind of army movie where major pain is a marine a, a lethal badass killing machine and gets let go from the military and has to has to make it in the civilian world right so then he goes to the police station and that whole uh es escapade and then uh he gets saved right he gets brought back in but not necessarily into the military right yeah it's like a military prep school or something and, yeah, uh, it's a JROTC program, yeah. which normally yeah, you, you wouldn't have like a six-year-old in the JROTC. Typically not. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, I think out of all the characters, the the misfits, if you will, 
yeah. that he's got to train. I think maybe like two of them are actually two or three of them are old enough to maybe be in JROTC. Yeah. And then you had a deaf guy. Right. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's probably not going to work well. Not to say that, I mean, I, okay, that's a good question. Should there be a place in the military for somebody who is deaf? Probably somewhere. There's yeah. Use. I would say so. Absolutely. I mean, in the lines of interpreters, right? Absolutely. You go into a country and you don't speak the language, but you have to communicate with people. So we have interpreters. Maybe you go into that country and you have to communicate with somebody who's deaf. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, I know our governor during the big COVID spikes here, he had a interpreter uh, that would uh, use sign language. Yeah. I, I, uh, who is it that, is it Nicki Minaj that does WAP? Wings and Pizza? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I've seen plenty of videos, like concerts nowadays, they have uh, people who do sign language on the side of the stage so that... I don't know how you sign language Wings and Pizza, but... You know what? Uh, it's pretty hilarious. I bet it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say the porky pig thing that he did. That was pretty awesome, too. <laughs> yeah. So I loved that where the scene where they, uh, Major Payne gets introduced to his yeah. misfits. And he does the um, what the, the full metal jacket. Uh, the line where you're standing in front of all your soldiers and you're just degrading them, uh, putting them in their place, trying your, your first start of breaking the soldier down to rebuild them. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's so many there. He's like, unity is unit without the Y. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of my, I've actually used that during drill weekend uh recently because i was like that's freaking funny yeah or uh where he's explaining where sympathy is in the dictionary yeah it's right between uh what is it shit and syphilis (laughs) something like that i don't know (laughs) it's Uh, i mean here i'll tell you what i feel like we're giving a whole lot away so uh in oh you know what we forgot to do oh what did we forget? We forgot to tell people what the hell was going on in the world of CBC. Ah, yes. So the world of CBC. We are <laughs> we are pimping Satan, smoking and drinking in military movies. We no, no. <laughs> no. We this is Satan. This is Satan. Oh, we are smoking Satan. and drinking in the military. We are letting you know that in the world of creative brain candy, that sadists smoking and drinking in space is out there doing all sorts of cool things. Uh, A couple of guys who don't even know what the hell a sci-fi movie is reviewing sci-fi movies for you. So if you want to try to understand the horrible lingo and movies that they are trying to review go ahead and check out smoking and drinking in space on the creative brain candy network and a little flip of the coin there's also smoking and drinking in capes where they do the exact same thing where they pretend that they know diddly piddly about superhero movies the catch is the movies they review suck nobody wants to review or hear about these movies but i think that's their gimmick that's their their shtick i don't know Hmm. 
Check it out. Smoking and drinking in space, smoking and drinking in capes on the Creative Brain Candy Network. If you've listened to either of those shows before, you know that they have something called a pod crawl. I don't necessarily know that if we, I don't know if we could do a pod crawl because I don't want to get sued for copyright infringement or anything or any other shit like that. So what could we call something very similar to that? Uh, a show run, a show trot. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, let's just do the movie Cliff Notes. You want to hear it? Sure. Here we go. How about that? The 1995 film Major Pain is a movie that is bad to the bone from the start. We are introduced to our wartime hero in a brief relapse of his efforts in Operation Drug Sweep in South America where he quickly combats his way through enemy lines in order to deliver a 45 caliber enema to the bad general. Extract Mission Present Time our beloved weapon of mass destruction finds himself discharged from the military due to lack of bad guys to kill in politics. After two and a half weeks living with civilian pukes and getting himself arrested while attempting to join the police department, General Decker comes to the rescue. A way to get Major Payne back in uniform. He accepts. Major Payne finds himself at Madison Preparatory School where he first meets his first green boy named Tiger and Emily Walburn, the school counselor. She's trying to give Tiger a shot that he doesn't want, which we can totally relate to. But Emily is really hot so we'll focus on her. Our hero certainly does. Major Payne discovers that his assignment is to run the school's ROTC program since the school has sucked in the last eight years of the Virginia military games. Finally, Payne meets his group of gaggling maggots and gets their attention by firing off six rounds into the air on school grounds without consequences. A brief introduction, haircuts and exercise set the tone for what's to come. Damn it, never mind. Emily is back and just used camel toe power to convince the Major that they need to work together to in the emotional growth and development of the children. Way to go you big helper. Next the boys discover that unit is the unity, but without the why as they find new accommodations that only the Air Force can call unsuitable living conditions. As we look in the dictionary between shit and syphilis we begin to see the young group of turds come together with a common goal, to get rid of the pain. Miss Walburn is back tugging on the Major's rape whistle and gives him some educational sensitivity toilet paper. Progress is being made. Four more rounds on campus to execute the bad man in Tiger's closet proves the progress being made. Emily catches herself a case of southern region moisture. Major Payne doesn't have time to mop the floor. He creates a black ops mission as a challenge for his group to finally get rid of him. They gave it hell, but Charlie won. The small pack of Muppet Farts realize that the only way to get revenge on Charlie and win the military games is to follow the Major's lead. Happy Parenting Day. The training starts. Play tug of war with a John Deere and eat your food fast. It's time to come together. The shit sandwich starts to look good, but still tastes like shit. General Decker appears with news. Get back to killing or play games with kids and nail the white picket fence. As you can guess, the sensitivity training was effective. The Major returns. 
He chooses the boys and a plot on Beaver Bulge over a deployment in Bosnia which is more about networking than war. Don't push the maybe, baby. Toot, toot. <laughs> so I got it. Hold on. I, I almost need to. Hold on. I got to. That was hard. That was really hard. That's what she said. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So I probably need to learn how to uh, uh, get get the spacing and everything. But, you know, the computer reads the way the computer's going to read. Yeah. That's the whole point of the pod crawl. Or. <laughs> The cliff notes. The cliff. <laughs> Excuse us. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> cliff notes. <laughs> so where are we at now? Do we got to do our awards? No, no. Awards? So I just wanted to give, I mean, we got to give the synopsis of the movie. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that the, the movie follows the basic storyline of just about everything and anything that came out in that time frame. Right. It's it's a at, at that point in time, we had a lot of like humor movies, comedy movies were coming out. And I don't necessarily know that in 1995, I got this movie. But in 2021, I totally got this movie. It was better for me now than it was then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would agree because I understood it more and having the experience now, uh, it made a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah no it totally did uh what were the awards i don't even remember i think we agreed on a blue falcon award oh the blue falcon award yep okay i think we agreed on a good cookie good cookie love it the pogue the personal other than the grunt no i didn't i don't think it was the pogue was it what do you think it was uh man now okay. i got it now I got oh here it is i found it research on the fly all right good cookie biggest pogue and the blue falcon okay who did you give the biggest pogue to? I had to go with Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. Why'd you go with Bam Bam on that? Um, so here's a guy that rolls up on a motorcycle, just badasses all hell, and gets his ass kicked in like a matter of minutes. They paid big money to bring him in too, right? Well, we don't know if it was big money. I mean, for those kids, it was probably big money. Right. Yeah. And so Bam Bam showed up on the motorcycle. He's like, hey, pain, I hear you're... Giving these kids a pro I don't know what the words were. I didn't pay that much attention. But yeah, that was the scenario. Uh, so who would you pick for the biggest pogue? Uh, so I I can't remember if they actually, if they gave a name or not. I really don't. But I was going to give it to the commandant of the school or the principal of the school. Because remember, uh, when Major Payne got there, he was just this old guy sitting in his office, uh, basically like, studying bugs and i was just like poor old guy like doesn't even know what the hell because he's like uh, major pain walks in he's like uh, major pain reporting for duty sir and the guy's like hey, who are you why here we have an rotc program so i gave my poor old guy award to the school principal and i don't know if that was his title or not they never said are you doing research on the fly did I lose you? No, I don't think you lost me. So where you sound like you're speaking in staccato. Oh, uh, that's okay. As long as it's coming out right on my end. Hey, are you you're not picking me up correctly? You're not no. picking me up correctly? No. Something's going on. Oh, maybe. I wonder if internet is degrading. Like slow motion. 
Okay. Uh, well, let me see. I'm I'm checking my internet right now. All right, I am seventy. You sound good right there. Megabits up. Nope, slowing. Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm sixty three up, sixty four four up, and no sixty four down, and then uh, I just dropped to twelve. Up. Try and push through. Okay. Yep. Right. Um. So the next award. I'm going to say, you want to go good cookie? Yeah, good cookie. So I'm going to give good cookie to uh, the counselor, Emily, because Emily was the one who just kind of made everything happen. Uh, She's the nurturing person. She's the caregiver, the caretaker, and the person who sees good in everybody, I was going to go with pain for the good cookie for taking on that, that mess and turning it into something awesome, which I would agree with, except that in the beginning of the movie, they say, or pain says, this is an assignment. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So for him, it was just an assignment. He, he could keep the uniform on and continue to be a Marine. All right. I can. He just couldn't kill people that. as much as he wanted to. Yeah, I'm not, no harm, no foul. But so, what about the Blue Falcon Award? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the original squad leader they had, Blue Falcon. Um, I can't remember his name, but at the end, so he started out, and then once he got kind of demoted, he left. He went to the other academy that they faced at the end, and he ended up he tripped uh, he tripped that ki- the the guy that was going to win the race. And you just kind of buddy fucked him the whole way. See, I didn't even catch that. Mm-hmm. I I didn't even catch that uh, the yeah. original squad leader left went to the other one uh, to the other squad. I I didn't catch that at all. Um, mm. I was at I I thought about giving the Blue Falcon award to the uh, drunk dad uh, that showed up on Parenting Day uh, just because. Uh, it, it d- doesn't seem like you are in the child's life. You don't even care. It's just because it's parent day, I'm going to show up. And I felt like in the movie, they wanted to make that look like a reason why that child was in this school is, you know, maybe just bad home life or whatever. Like it just, I felt like that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to put a little backstory onto why this problem child is there grew up in bad i don't know i guess why show up oh because it's parents day yeah that's the only day you want to be there i don't know that's why i did that who knows i'll tell you this much uh we have had nothing but technical difficulties trying to record this episode nothing (laughs) yeah let's see that's all we can do i i really do because uh yeah i don't know if we're gonna end up having to re-record this or not i hope not (laughs) all right man well i guess that's gonna be a show that was 1995's major pain is a great movie i liked it i i was glad to watch it again i haven't seen it for years i enjoyed it it was fun i kind of want to watch it again just because I didn't even realize. I've watched this thing I don't know how many times in my life. I didn't realize. I never caught that the what the original squad leader went to the other school. Now I have to I have to see that. 
What the hell are we going to do next week? I have something. Or not next week, in two weeks. All right. Screw it. Hey, let's do some technical difficulty shit. Wait, hold on. What What the hell? Hold on a second. I got, what's this? Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some legal shit. The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates.